Hello. Hey, Jake. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Good, good. I had a another question for you this week. I got some map burn on my toes, and I'm like, you know, maybe this is a good thing to address with Jake, or like all these little tweaks or little annoyances that beginners get into and just don't know what to do about. So, like map burn on the toes and elbows, getting scratched by you know scratches. Some people forget to clip their nails. Um, cauliflower ear i haven't had it yet but i'm a little nervous just all those beginner things that people get nervous you know my neck right now hurts pretty bad if i turn to the left so just curious about all those (laughs) small things that happen yeah the the small things happen i feel like forever in your jujitsu career you know um if it's not Matt burn it's going to be something else and if it's yeah i mean it's just constantly like little things that come up um and like Matt burn because you said that's like what you're dealing with specifically right now i think there's like a combination of like just your body getting like calloused so where it's like not gonna get Matt burn because like when I was first training, I remember like getting in the shower and being like, oh my gosh, this burns. Like <laughs> it hurts. Um, and then like after training, you know, consistently for a few months, it doesn't um, come up anymore. But then after COVID, when I didn't train forever and I went back, I got mat burn like pretty bad again. Oh. And that was the first time I'd gotten it since I started. So I think it has to do with like your body developing you know like calluses um and then like also you just kind of like realize that you shouldn't be like dragging your foot across the mat and it should be like planted it shouldn't be just like sliding so i think like when you get better with technique you're gonna get less mat burn but at the same time i feel like you're gonna get mat burn if your toes aren't like calloused you know regardless of how good you're technique is so i think it's like a combination of both of those um things but yeah it's definitely (laughs) something that a lot of people deal with for sure yeah i didn't yeah i remember i had it on my knee and then it went away but now it's like on the outsides of my pinky toes like you know just the, the outsides of your feet which it's just a little bit annoying. Um, and yeah, I remember my first month of consistent jujitsu back in July, those showers would definitely burn. And I had bruises all over my, like dots, you know, all over like my biceps and triceps and scratches on like scrapes on my neck, maybe from the gi being pulled different ways. And yeah, so I guess it's just toughening up that baby skin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast or not. But like I had been doing jujitsu for like maybe a month. And then, then I went back home to visit my like family, like my mom and dad. And uh, I had like big bruises on my neck. <laughs> and my mom was like, at least try and like cover up your hickeys. You know, like I'm just like walk in here with like a bunch of hickeys on your neck. <laughs> it's not, not hickeys. Okay. People are just trying to choke me. Freaking bow and arrow chokes. That's what it is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that's mapper. So, yeah, okay. How about like, well, I guess the scratches one is, this is just for all the new people is remember to cut your nails before you go to class. Sometimes I go to class and I see people like beginners with long nails and that's just, that's just sucky. I have a big scar on my hand now because of this scratch I got. Um, it's kind of a cool scar though, but still like everyone should cut their nails. 
any other beginner your things nails that, like and take a shower yes take a shower sometimes people stink in there and that's that's never fun you don't want to be that that guy either right. any other like beginner yeah. things we should know about um hmm. i'm well, i'm trying to think because you said your neck is like hurting now oh, too yeah. and stuff like for me I, like the old school i used to go to or i mean the, the school that i go to we would like focus on a position for a month so, so like if you're doing like side control for a month and you're just getting like cross face for like two weeks straight, you know, when you're doing like bottom side control escapes or something, it starts to kind of take its toll. And uh, like we're doing, um, I'm focusing on like front headlock stuff right now, like guillotines and like darces and anacondas and stuff. And I feel like that's another one where like, if you just do that for like a month straight, like your neck is going to be pretty jacked, you know? Um, so I think it's important to uh like when you're drilling things like you don't need to choke your partner like unconscious every time you know like you don't need to crank it to like restrain their neck you know um so i would say that's that's one thing to consider and then me as like a instructor i think it's important to kind of switch it up when you're doing positions like that like don't necessarily do it for extended periods of time like try and find different ways to incorporate other aspects that are easier on people's body because i don't think it's very uh sustainable to to do it that way gotcha yeah for next stuff that i next stuff kind of freaks me out a little bit because i have a friend who his friend was training jujitsu and then his neck got i think he broke his neck and went paralyzed or something like that for a bit um from his instructor during a demo actually. And uh, so I get a little nervous about neck stuff. Um, do you, did you ever do like neck strengthening stuff or like exercises for your neck to help prevent these kinds of things? At my, uh, my old school, we did a lot of that for the warm up um, every day. They called them yes, no's and maybes where you would just go like, yes, no. And then like, maybe like touch mm. your ear to your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, so we did that every day to to strengthen your neck um you have kind of a giraffe neck though so dude i do it's so <laughs> very <long>. vulnerable <laughs> it is dude it's a huge target man <laughs> that do you know any details about that story that you just said about your friend getting paralyzed um pretty, friend of a friend wild. yeah i don't know a ton of details except um yeah he went to the hospital i i don't know i, I think he maybe broke something in his neck or back I, th- I think he's walking now though i think it's just a, like a long road to recovery of like gaining mobility back I, I don't remember exactly but that that scared me a little bit when i was like you know just kind of like similar to the last episode about being scared about arm bars i think it's just understanding the mechanics that i need to know more and then i just tap a little bit if it's really cranky I, like why why should i i should just tap you know instead of try to tough out a neck crank or something like that so yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. Um, yeah. Like there was, there was one, like that side control thing that I was talking about, like where I just felt like I was getting cross face over and over and over again. Like then all of a sudden when I would like turn to my left, I would feel like a shock, like down my back. It's pretty yeah. wild. And yeah. uh, it lasted for like a couple months. And then, I mean, now it's gone, but still it's, it's weird. Um, so I definitely think like, 
it's it's going to be constant throughout your jujitsu career and you're going to find ways to deal with it but like at the end of the day we're doing a combat sport and like trying to wrestle each other so like yeah you can uh you can do it in safe ways but at the end of the day like it's kind of the nature of it that it things are bound to happen you know yeah yeah might as well just bring up all the little things that's happened because the one another one was i got like a minor toe spring like my ring toe because someone um we were practicing takedowns and someone their knee just went straight on my toe and uh like right on my ring toe and sprained it lightly and so i had to tape it for actually still kind of hurts now if i bend it back a little more but i just had to tape it for a couple months i think and sometimes I see guys with taped fingers or toes every class. Like it just never, I think they just tape it forever. How do you prevent or I don't know if there's like toe strengthening exercises or like hand strength, finger strength. I don't know. How do you like prevent those kinds of things? Do you deal with finger and toe stuff? Um, toe wise, I, uh, I'm pretty sure I broke, I never went to like a doctor or anything, but like <laughs> pretty sure I broke my, uh, like not big toe, but my like toe next to my big toe. Yeah. Um, cause I tried to, uh, like from top position, I tried to like bring my foot over their foot. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to do that like quickly and I missed and I just like kicked the ground. Oh. So I did it to myself, but I like kicked the ground. Like pretty much I broke it. I'm pretty sure I broke it cause it hurt for like a month and now it's like still pretty swollen like the knuckles still pretty swollen and whenever i like hit it it's like super sensitive oh no um, wait when did this yeah. happen so that's like the one that was probably like five years ago wait it's still swollen right now it's just like the knuckle is big oh you know? dang. oh maybe it is not maybe like you not swollen it. necessarily but like and it healed over yeah. weird it's like kind of crooked and like the knuckle is big yeah <laughs> uh, yeah Um, but as far as like fingers go, I feel like, I mean, for me, one of the reasons I kind of avoid gi is like a lot of it is like, get your grips and hold on to your grips and, you know, don't let people break your grips, but people are going to try and break your grips. So it's going to test your finger strength. And like a lot of times when it, they break your grip, when you're trying to hold on, it freaking hurts your fingers. So, uh, yeah. Um, my advice would be just let go. Like if they're <laughs> they're adamant about breaking your grip, I would just let go. Um, yeah. You might get yelled at by your instructor, but that's just my thing. Like whatever, I'll just live to fight another day. But uh, I know Danaher talks about how like the one thing that he would recommend for training grip strength is rope climbing. Or if you can climb a rope with just your hands, like not you know tying your legs around it and stuff, but just like climb a rope with your hands, that's the best way he's found to do it. Um, gotcha. And I imagine you probably have some from your rock climbing days on like hand strength, but yeah, yeah. there's like, um, I haven't really done anything myself. Like these hang boards people hang off of like off, like the first or second digits of their fingers they would do like off of the second digit and then just off the first digit, like barely hanging and they would do different kinds of finger combinations. But yeah, climbers, I mean like their tendons and their fingers, um, wrists, always get injured but i feel like as long as you progress it slow enough you can end up having really strong grip strength and um yeah grip strength in general um and i guess this kind of leads to my next one that i dealt with which is tendonitis and this came from rock climbing um 
it's just something for people to know, I guess, if you have a history of tendonitis or begin to feel your tendons around your elbow, like either the outside of your elbow, where your forearm muscles meet the bone, or even the inside of the elbow, like near the funny bone, where your, I don't know how to describe this, like the bottom, lower side of your arm, lower forearm meets the bone, um, almost like connecting to the bicep tendon or your bicep tendon um, too. But if you start to feel pain there after class, the one thing I should have done really is just rest longer before you go to class again. Because you don't, if you start feeling pain after every class, you're just not getting, giving your tendon enough time to heal. Tendons take a long time to heal because there's not enough blood flow that goes there like muscles. So now I'm limited to going to jujitsu just twice a week because I need two days rest between class. Um, maybe there, I could fit a third, but no, I, right now I'm just doing two and I'm just remembering to be patient now and just two classes a week. Don't mess with the tendons, let them heal until eventually I can do three or more. So that was another quote unquote injury or, or tweak. Are there any others that come to mind for you for like just happen all the time? And do you think there's any way to prevent them? Good question. Uh, I think we covered like probably the the majority of them, just like neck stuff for beginner people, um, like fingernail stuff are like the the two like big ones. Um, and then mat burn. Yeah, obviously mat burn. Um, oh, oh, cauliflower yeah, ear. Did you ever have cauliflower ear oh. or deal with yeah. it? Uh, yeah, my, uh, my left ear is my bad ear. My right ear is my good ear. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I told you, like, I started to get really into this, like escape from side control where you like slide underneath the person. And, uh, like a lot of times they're like putting their weight heavy on you and you have to like turn your head and basically slide your ear like along their chest. And, uh, that led to my cauliflower ear. Wait, can I see um, it? Can I see your yeah. left versus your right? Oh, yeah, you can see it. Okay, yeah, it's pretty obvious, actually. That's it's my, not that bad. That's my though. left, and then that's my right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. As you all know by now, I'm a huge fan of journaling for jujitsu and in life. And I've been working on a journaling app called Sherpa. It's designed to give you a few journaling prompts to set an, an intention, plan, or goal before you go to practice, and then reflect afterwards to help you get the most out of your training and guide your focus. Sherpa uses AI to analyze your entries, gives you summaries and insights over time to show you where you're progressing, and then pinpoint areas of improvement for you to focus on. We're looking for athletes to test out the app on a free trial and give us some feedback to help us shape the future of the app. So if you're interested in joining, you can sign up at the waitlist in the episode description or directly at the website, sherpajournal.ai. That's S-H-E-R-P-A journal.ai. But Sam always makes fun of me because uh, like my headphones, <laughs> like, oh. you have like AirPods and uh, like the AirPod, like the end of the AirPod is supposed to just, you know, like go down flush kind of with like your, your jaw and it does on my right side, but on my left side, it just sticks straight <laughs> out because it doesn't go all the way in my ear. So yeah. That's pretty funny. How do you feel about it? Do That's you why like... I, I tend to have these. How do you feel about your ear? <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I don't mind it. Like I don't, I don't think about it to be honest. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Like it is what it is. It's I hate needles and it sucked at the time because um, it's super it's super painful oh, and no. uh, it takes a little while to to heal. Yeah. So, yeah, just like it's really tender and just kind of sucks at night because um, basically like what I was told is like your your ear fills up with blood and then you drain the blood. But if you don't put like pressure over it, it's just going to fill back up with blood. So you have to put pressure over it. So what I did was they make like contraptions for this, obviously. But what I did is uh, went a little rednecky. I basically got like a paper towel and like folded up a paper towel and then got my clip that holds up my blinds from my room and then clipped the paper towel to my ear. And uh, like I slept for a little bit, but then I woke up like middle of the night and it felt like my heartbeat was just in my ear, you know, oh, dang, it's yeah. like throbbing. And uh, I took it off because I was like, I can't sleep. This is like super painful. And then uh, like the next day it was like back. So, and then you had to drain um, it again like, the next day? Yeah, yeah, I had to do it again, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but this time I was a little, uh, like I didn't put, like the clip was super strong. <laughs> I think it was like the reason why <laughs> it was difficult. So uh, this time I uh, I got a less intense clip and just kind of like set it there. So, uh, yeah, I think it, it was better the second time around. But, Yeah. Either way, it's not it's not a fun um, couple of weeks when you get cauliflower ear, and yeah, I feel that, like it's just like some people are super susceptible to it, and some people aren't. Okay, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, because so far I've, I've had no issues, but I mean, who knows? You know, I've just begun this journey, so and I don't see anyone. At, I I think I've only seen one person once where the that uh, ear, I don't know what you call it, covers like headgear, bar, headgear, yeah. Um, it seems like everyone else is just open to having cauliflower here. Um, but yeah, it, it makes sense that you're, you'd be indifferent. Um, you're married, so you don't have that. You don't have the issue of <laughs> going out there and <laughs> trying to find a. Find I had a it when I met her though. Oh, you did? <laughs> I, had, I had that and, uh, I was missing a lot of teeth. <laughs> you were? Cause I have, yeah, I have, uh, I have four implants now, No, but, way. Uh, I was just born without four teeth. Whoa, so, what? yeah it's kind of a funny story actually i had like cauliflower ear and when i met her actually like the first couple weeks i met her i had all my teeth but then they like they were on a retainer and i've had that retainer since like high school so like 10 years later the teeth started to like one by one fall out of the retainer just like a couple <laughs> weeks after i met her so i had cauliflower ear and then all of a sudden i went from having like all my teeth to like missing two teeth and then missing three teeth and then i started to get my implants so i had i was missing four teeth and i had like screws coming out it's pretty funny that's hilarious and i was like whole family at thanksgiving looking like that <laughs> oh yeah. man that's funny yeah i guess i guess i'll see how i feel about it um do 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 does this ever happen do people after they get into jujitsu do do their ears start to stick out more <laughs> or, or is that is that they, just a myth it seems like a lot of fighters have that type of ear you know <laughs> where they kind of like like dumbo-y i don't know i don't even know how to describe it but it's like i think yeah the hand motion yeah yeah they like stick picture, out more. but yeah um yeah a lot of fighters have that. Mine, I think, tend to like 
curl more back in, make me more aerodynamic, but uh, <laughs> like a lot of people's kind of like flare out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep an eye on it. Maybe I could just like take a picture and then like a year later, if they're just starting to come out, then I gotta figure something out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I would say if you're like super concerned about it, I, there's no shame in wearing headgear, but uh, yeah, like not a lot of people do it. So yeah, whatever. Nah. I'm I'm not ashamed of it. I, I don't really care if cauliflower as long as it doesn't affect my hearing. I think like then it would suck. Maybe later if it's if I was like, oh dude, if this keeps going, it's gonna be bad. But yeah, it's kind of weird how some people get it really bad and other people never seem to have a problem. Oh, um, one yeah, other thing. I first. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I first I first started to get it like two two and a half years um mm. in in and then I got it. Um, but then other people get it after like two months. So, oh, okay. And so I feel like people feel what think it's cool too. You know, it's like this badge of honor. Yeah. I think those people are kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to talk about was staph infection and ringworm. I have not had to deal with those yet, but I do not want to, is the way to get out of that, go to a clean gym and take a shower immediately after you get home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never had to deal with it either. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, I've seen pictures, obviously, and um, yeah, it's it's something to avoid for sure. Yeah. Did you know anyone yeah. who um, at the gym who had staff or anything? Not that I I've no. never been at a gym where anyone's gotten staff that I know of. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah. Our instructor was like really good about it, though. He would like spray in between classes and like turn on like a huge fan to like dry everything off and have like foot wash stations before you step on the mat kind of thing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Like the whole nine yards. So, um, yeah, I never had to deal with it. I don't know of anyone at the school that had to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I would say like when you're looking for a school, which you're going to be coming up, like that should be top of the little list to kind of like make sure that they have procedures in place to keep their mats clean yeah yeah that's a good call um you can yeah. even do it in like a nice way of like offer to stay and help clean you know just to like <laughs> yeah scope out like, their procedures they're like ah oh, no we don't clean before <laughs> and we're like oh yeah. all right <laughs> never see you again yeah no cool i think we covered a decent amount let me think any other tweaks no i just bruises every covered class bruises every day all over my <laughs> legs all the time um, that's about it. Those are pretty chill though. I think the daily heave on the reverse daily heave, I think, cause I like playing those. I just get bruises all over my shins and stuff, but it's just part of it, I guess. <laughs> it's like those, uh, those Muay Thai guys that are like kicking bamboo trees and stuff. Right. You got to go through the, uh, the phase where you're toughening up your shins. My shins are so bony now. It's crazy. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a combat sport. It's part of the game, I suppose. Um, one thing is, I think I will start doing some neck strengthening exercises. Like I saw somewhere you can do with a band or like a small plate where you lie on a bench and you do those yes, you know, motions. Because I just have such a long neck, I, I feel like. I don't know. And my grandpa died because he broke his neck. So I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so it was an accident. And maybe we just have long necks from his side of the fan. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to try to do what I can to prevent these things. 
do some neck exercises exercises <laughs> that's the uh, takeaway from yeah. today do some neck exercise yeah. deal with the rest <laughs> exactly cool. sounds good cool. thanks for another uh insightful episode for for this noob here i'll talk to you next week sounds good later <laughs>